Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is November 6th in the year 2020. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, once again, back with me, we have uh, the newly elected, re-elected commissioner of Longwood, Florida, Matt Morgan, joining here on the podcast tonight to talk about SmackDown. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No thank you to everyone in the chat room who didn't, who didn't even contribute a single penny <laughs> to help the boy out. And they're all right now writing because he's Republican. I guarantee it. <laughs> now, there was a couple that did, and I, I want to say thank you. It's a nonpartisan position. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. I calls my phone. I don't. If a Democrat calls me for help, I, I hang the phone up on him or something. No. You know what's funny? The everybody. The city I live in, it's like eight people running. They're all Democrats, and they're all fighting, yelling at each other, saying, you're not a real Democrat, and it's a nonpartisan position. It has nothing to do with left or right or politics, but they get in this every goddamn time. It's so silly. Yeah. Do they chase each other to the left? Uh, yeah, this year, like the, the far left one, um, in our city, like they kind of took it over, which I'm disappointed about because I want this crosstown connector that's been promised to be built for the last 30 years. And instead they're just going to turn downtown into a parking lot with a bike lane going through it. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm bummed about that. Like I like, I like at the local level, I mean, not to really veer into this, I'm saying at the local level, I like having a mix, but I also like having, I, I mean, it's locally, it's so important. Just, I mean, you know this from your work on the commission. It's like, you're talking about transportation funds. You're talking about affordable housing. You're talking about mm-hmm. infrastructure, potholes. I mean, yep. tree removal, you know? And yep. I just want people to get it done. I don't want someone that's going to try and turn this into all the Washington politics that we see play out every day. I want people that are exclusively yeah. focused on local issues that affect the people that Dude, live here. I'll give you an example. We've got a guy right now trying to bring this redevelopment project to our historic district. We're the small yeah. city in my county. We have mm-hmm. a beautiful historic district, and it's what separates us. It's our calling card. And it, this guy wants to fit 20 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag by putting four, uh, a four-story apartment complex like right in the heart of our historic district. It wouldn't match. It's a terrible thing. And I've made two motions now to dismiss it altogether. Yeah. But that's what should elected to do is protect the sanctity of your city, especially the things that make you all different. And the same meeting, I also put together our tree fund, our tree fund, meaning if you're a new mm-hmm. developer and you want to develop in our city, cool. Thanks for coming. We appreciate it. But at the same token, if you're going to take like a 40 inch tree or 26 inch thick tree, you ain't going to go to uh, uh, home Depot and be able to replace it. So you're going to pay through the yeah. nose if that's what you're going to try to take down. And at the same time, it dissuades, Overdevelopment. I like redevelopment, not development, but redevelopment. You know what I mean? See, and it's funny, that's not on a local level, people would not consider that a Republican stance. They would consider that that's a, no. a smart growth stance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting. And no, and I give it to you when I was looking at the results of your election, I was actually very surprised. Longwood is very balanced. It's a very balanced electorate. So it's funny that people would it even is. think about politics in that city because you've all got to find a way to work together. Where I live, it's 
yeah. very, very uh, liberal, progressive, and and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think that sometimes they're just trying to chase each other left. And it's just a little much for me. That I just want to be able to get across town without traffic. That's all I really want. <laughs> you know, where would, and it, I'm not, where would it connect you to? Where would it connect you to? Well, it would basically take me to downtown. Uh, and it's funny, we have the police station on one side of town, on the west side of town, on the east side of town. We have the hospital. I actually live right by the hospital. But instead, I have to go, we have to go this convoluted way, make this big horseshoe to get around to downtown. And it's just backed up and congested all day, every day. It's uh, silly. And uh, the audience is just completely losing interest in what we have to say here. But let me tell you, it's uh, right, the bane of my existence. No, no, it's fine. I can all talk right. about this all day. I, and, I, and, I, and I have many a time. Uh, but SmackDown tonight, I'm guessing with everything going on in the world, probably a lesser watch SmackDown. Probably. Yes, uh, guaranteed. Yeah, probably. You know, let's let's face it. Uh, if you think pro wrestling is crazy, it's got nothing <laughs> on what we saw this week <laughs> with the politics and the posturing and the promos and everything. Uh going on in our modern system but i kind of wanted a little bit of a break tonight you know although i was furiously refreshing and uh seeing what was going on if we were getting anything sort of final but i gotta say they came in hot tonight because we opened with sasha and bailey for the smackdown women's title and this was a a burner of i mean like just a barn burner of a match i mean this went on for a while it was good lots of good back and forth not their best match but definitely solid um and it was meaningful because Sasha got that win. She got that successful title defense, right? Which is what's always huge. eluded her. Yeah. Huge. And she, what I liked about it is I, I wasn't sure about her as a face because she's naturally cocky. You know what I mean? And arrogant. And that's why I've always dug about her persona. But her wrestling style, dude, she was like going up to the top rope, doing uh, uh, Mexican arm drags off the top rope. Like it was awesome. Like her, her her offense is very babyface, and it's a good fit for her. She's she's gonna be a really good babyface if they continue to do her right. Yeah, no, it was a phenomenal match. It was really good. Bailey tapped out, so I wonder if Bailey is gonna kind of go and stew or get in another feud for a while, have something meaningful going on. You know, yeah. I could see her. Um, and this is sad given how they're treating Billy Kay. I could see Bailey just like destroying Billy Kay for a while. That is like in a series of matches. Um, but after this, after Bailey tapped out and Sasha right. won up on the there ramp, Carmella attacked what Sasha made, Banks. What made you pick her? Billy, uh, I feel bad in the way what they're booking Billy Kay. I mean, look at this gimmick they're giving her now that she's backstage with like her resume and yeah. her headshot trying yeah. to get someone to pay attention this to her. Good. It, yeah, it just it seems to me like I mean, I'm just thinking of well, who else are they really showcasing, right? I mean, maybe Bailey with Ruby Riot or one of the other women we saw uh in the match tonight. But no, it just seems like if they just want to give Bailey some dominance matches, Billy Kay probably is a pretty good feud to uh to do that. Yeah. But uh Alonzo Smith saying he's glad Sasha can move on to a neutral challenger and Carmella. <sighs> Carmella just came back, just got repackaged. She's doing this untouchable shtick. Sasha can't lose this feud. No. Like that would be so insulting to Sasha. No, it would be. And that's sometimes I, I okay, normally I wouldn't agree with this. Bringing a star back, hasn't been on TV in a while. Give her some vignettes, make her feel like a bigger star than she really is, maybe, right? Maybe she's gonna come back and get a huge push, is what you think. Maybe. And then they lose they lose their first like they do some old Joe, they used to do it all the time. And then they lose their first angle. You know, usually I'm not okay with that, but for this purpose, I am okay with it. 
because they have the most interest in Carmelo that they've had in quite a while. It's going to help uh, uh, Sasha get a meaningful victory, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Carmella could use a real match. I'm trying to think, and I, I do not mean to disrespect uh, Carmella at all if I'm yes, forgetting you this. You no, do. I don't. I like Carmella a lot. I like Carmella a lot, Matt. I have been, Carmella is uh, the first wrestler of the modern era that I high-fived when I went to a live event. I have nothing but love for Carmella. And it was awkward because I tried to do I tried to do the uh, the up high and she went for the down low and then I switched to go for the down low and she went for the up high. It was very awkward, but it was a high five nonetheless. Where was a setting that you were able to uh, do all this? It was an NXT show at a heavy metal festival in Sacramento, California in 2015. She was out were there with Enzo and Cat. I was right behind a guardrail, yeah. Like, but this was like in a tent and an NXT show. So yeah. this is not like barricade security uh, at all. But no, I, I love Carmella. I think she's fantastic. But no, but here's what I'm saying about it is when's the last time you thought now Carmella's gotten a lot of things over, right? She did the heel shtick with the money, the bank mm-hmm. briefcase and James Ellsworth got that over big time. Our uh, truth. She did the dance break and got that over yep. big time. When's the last time you thought, can you, yeah. or in recent memory, can you think of Carmella having a really solid, singles match that was all about the wrestling and not about the gimmick. It's been a while. Gimmick. A while. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying is that this is going to be good because she's going to really... Never. Never? Never. She's always been... Is there there a lag on my mic? Tell me. There is a lag. You want to try uh, reconnecting? You're a little delayed, yes. Let me come back. Let me come. Okay, Matt's going to come back. Uh, I'm thinking of when this could have been, this Carmella singles match. The chat room can probably can probably uh, figure this out when it was. Uh, the Money in the Bank run, Dustin Eck is saying, perhaps. Um, who knows? But I think this is going to be good. My point is that I am very much looking forward to seeing Carmella get a serious uh, series of matches in with Sasha. She's going to be competitive. I think Sasha is going to ultimately win this feud and win it handily, easily, without much dispute. But uh, yeah, I think Carmella as a serious competitor, it's been a while since we've seen that. And I'm looking forward to that. I look forward to seeing how it plays out. Matt Morgan's not here, so this is very weird that it's just me talking to myself. Uh, but there he is. He's back. Thank God, Matt, for ending my uh, my nightmare, which is just me and the audience. <laughs> is that really your nightmare? People. Well, because I just feel like I'm going to keep rambling. Well, that's all I can do is ramble. <clears throat> you know, I need someone. I need someone to play off of, man. <clears throat> I need something. Um, so, uh, Krana Shah, five dollars, saying Michael Cole said the interview was one of the most uncomfortable interviews he's ever done. I immediately thought of Eidenreich. Uh, that yes. interview was uncomfortable. And oh, do we have a lot to talk about there? Uh, Joni Sean Jenkins, Canadian, five dollars. That's like four twenty-five U.S. Saying what will end up being longer: Goldberg's winning streak or the vote count in Nevada. Jesus, <laughs> take your time your sweet time no stop che- no I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking we are not getting into this shit I'm not doing this right now <laughs> I'm, be- I'm supposed to be the heel on this show come on yeah Justin Lopez, $10. I don't think it was mentioned on here, but Big E confirmed in an interview that Daniel Bryan's now full-time on creative it was his idea to push Big E what do you guys think of Daniel Bryan on creative I love that Matt you oh. Yes, of course I do. And no disrespect to Daniel Bryan. You don't need to be Einstein to look at Big E and go, hmm, maybe we should give this guy a singles push. 
I'll do y'all one better. I would have done it with him as a heel, though, at first. Mm. Just just at first, because we've gotten happy-go-lucky Big E for so many years. It would have done him better to, to, to re-debut as a heel singles act and then make the heart grow fonder from the absence of seeing fun, entertaining, charismatic Big E, right? And yeah. then w- w- once he just stomps mud holes in everybody for about a good year as a heel, maybe gets a championship opportunity and run, per- per- perhaps. Hmm, maybe. Then flip him to a baby face. But that's just me. Uh, Tammy pointing out the problem with the women's booking, if they're not in a title feud, they have nothing. I think with Bailey, they have to break mm. that streak. Oh, yeah. Bailey's way too entertaining. Way too entertaining. Not Yeah, I'll dig whatever she's in. Yeah, ba- Bailey's not going to end up in catering unless she's no. requested time off. Um, no, she, she's going to be hilarious. Uh, so what do you think of this tonight? The, the further uh, exploits of uh, Jey Uso with Roman Reigns. Jey was backstage prepping for an interview, cup of coffee in hand. KO walks up. Um, and uh, basically, Jey getting in trouble with uh, Paul Heyman. Like, why was he, uh, why was he talking? Why was he doing this? Why is he not just beating up and destroying Kevin, even though they're both on the survivor series team together? Uh, what do you think of the way this is going right now with uh, Roman's like command over Jay Uso? I like it. It makes Roman look like such a jerk. And what I like more is how he talks to Paul Heyman. Paul, I'm not supposed to be handling this crap. Pick it up. Yeah. Like, I love that. Nobody big dogs Paul Heyman. He's been big dogging the crap out of him. And it works. And I hate Jey Uso's haircut. There, I said it again. I cannot stand it. He looks like a little kid. Um, yes. Uh, What's that? When did that cut sort of come into style? It's like a mix of uh, a faux hawk and a mullet. I don't know. Maybe I'm just so out of touch at 44 years of age, and this is what the kids are rocking. I don't know. It looks like it's an unfinished haircut, though, and it, it's distracting. The kids, man. <laughs> the kids. The kids and their BTS and their K-pop. Can we talk about my sweet beard real quick, though? Look how sweet I look. Nice. I'm surprised, surprised, for, younger your, surprised for your election victory. You didn't like dr- put some lines or like lightning bolts in it or something. You know, kind of <laughs> get a little crazy with it, man. Yeah. Uh, yes, everyone's wondering, how is Matt 44? Time gets the better of all of us. Because I'm ancient, y'all. <laughs> and how is it lately? Time feels like it goes by exceptionally fast and yet somehow also manages to drag on infinitely. Like, Well, like with the election crap, yeah, yeah this is dragging on. But like, for the most part, like, when did I start doing Wrestling Inc. podcast? Uh, like, four years ago. Uh, four years no. and about two months ago, yeah. That's it? Only four years ago? We started, well, we started doing this together, um... Fall of 2016. Huh. I thought I started right when I left TNA 2014. Well, not know. with me. I mean, but granted. I was going to say, you know what? Because to me, that felt like yesterday. Yeah. And that's like five or six years, you know? So I, as we get older, I think the years fly by. Oh, I, you know, I'm still sometimes thinking like, what? It's not 1995 anymore? Like, where did all the time go? <laughs> Mine is 98. But yeah. 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 No, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, so speaking of family drama, Ray Mysterio was backstage on the phone. Dominic Mysterio walked up, told his dad that his, his match was up next. Ray's trying to get in touch with Aaliyah, but having no luck. Uh, Baron Corbin attacks. Uh, attacks Ray, takes him out, and we go to commercial. Right now, I'm dragging, right? When I thought it was something dragging, me mentally going, oh, no. You're going to have a match? I don't want to see this match. 
And it's like all this family drama between Roman and Jay and the Mysterio. It's like I'm watching an episode of Dallas here. It's just like everybody's feuding with everyone, you know? Chat room, do you even know what Dallas is or was? You can't give me a different character than J.R. Ewing to prove yourself. Oh, the chat room is going to come through. Okay. At least with one. Like, there's one easy one because it's one of the most famous moments in TV history. Uh, aside, actually, aside from JR. So, uh, yeah. Um, but that did lead to the Survivor Series qualifying match King Baron Corbin versus Rey Mysterio. Um, okay. So, Corbin versus Mysterio. Let's talk about that first. Matt, uh, once in a lifetime dream match for you? No, not at all. And who won? You got to say who won. Well, Baron Corbin won, but Rollins attacked Dominic at ringside. Ray made the save. Murphy and Aaliyah came out. I mean, there was a lot going on here. Yeah, this... yeah. I just want to make sure we get to the winner. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, I did not <laughs> yeah. want to see this match. I didn't care. Honestly, no offense to Ray Mysterio, who's a friend of mine and a Hall of Famer. No question. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't care. I didn't care. Uh, more interesting that I care about is that uh, Craig Pettigout said Bobby Ewing, uh, Dion also Bobby Ewing, Ooh, uh, Steve Mallory, Bobby Ewing. So uh, yeah, the chat room big on big on Dallas. Although you know what, I never watched the classic series of that era. I have never seen an entire episode of Mash. Ever. <gasps> what? That was yeah, my I... bedtime show. That's when it was time for me to go to bed, and I started trying to like distract my parents and crap. Dude, I Mash really. Just seems like a downer. But strangely, I've seen much no, of after. It's I hilarious. Saw, I saw show. much of Aftermatch, the sequel series. Listen, Mash was ahead of its time with Klinger. Trust me. Go back and watch. No, I, I know about it. I've read Radar. About Radar it. was funny. It was a pretty good show. Yes. Trapper John somehow on Mash and his own series that took place in the present. What was his own series? Trapper John MD with a different actor. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. As yes, a kid, point. I still. It, it, it took as an adult some Wikipedia deep reading to finally understand what was going on there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm reading this. People, if you, if there's one week you want to make your jokes, as long as they're tied to wrestling, I'm going to read it. Mm. I'm going to give the caveat. Brian Barry 499 says Trump hires Ali to hack the election. P.S. and Biden and Trump needs to settle this in the ring at WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be faster. Have you ever watched old men get in a fist fight? <coughs> Joe Biden would, would find a way to cheat. Wait, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're talking in the wrestling sense. Come on, Glenn. In the wrestling. Have, have some fun here. I'm joking. He was. I'm joking. I just shake my head. I just shake my head. I'm and, having fun yeah. with it. It's. You, here's, you know what I'm looking forward to, though? I'm looking forward to just not hearing or thinking about politics. Like, just give me December. Just give me December where I don't uh, have my to. My wife, my yeah. wife, oh my God. She will not even go on social media right now. She wouldn't go on YouTube. She's right now, Matt, I'm going to watch movies. That's all I'm going to do is watch movies on my downtime because I can't get away from it. I'm like, yeah, you can't really. My wife tapped out on election night at about 930 Pacific. She was just like, I can't deal with this. This like, we're not going to know anything for a while. Like I'm going yeah. to bed. Yeah. I'll and check back uh, in, in weeks later, maybe. I've been staying up overnight because I have to say cable news, cable news overnight, all the channels, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, they're all getting loose with it on the overnight shift. Like that shit is just entertaining. If you want to watch people that have to stay on the air and keep talking about the same stuff with no new information, like Andrew <laughs> Cuomo is like quoting hip hop lyrics, like constantly. What did he, what did he, what did he do? Uh, 
well, here's right. my impression of like Andrew Andrew Cuomo. Okay, he like uh, so uh, the vote is coming in. We're waiting for it. It's not going as fast as we want. It's going slow, slow and low. That is the tempo. Uh, back to you, Don. You know, he'll just sit there. <laughs> yeah, Great. he'll just sit there and work that shit in. But he does it like all the time. Uh, not good. Chris Cuomo, his brother. Andrew, oh, Chris. The man. Uh, no, not the not the governor, right? Chris Cuomo. Chris, the uh, CNN anchor. Yes. Gotcha. I wish Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo's too old for that. Chris Cuomo, though, is uh, the right age group. Chris Cuomo's like what our age? Got to be yeah. close. Yes. Um, so Chris Pantaleo 499 did JR from Dallas get rich on the show from finding a genie on a beach and I dream a genie wow. fire. Chris, look at you trying to show off, Chris. Yes. That freaked me out when uh I realized that was the same guy for my dream of genie. Because as a kid, you don't understand, you think of characters, Darren. you don't understand actors play different characters. Friggin' Darren, yeah. Um, no, Darren was bewitched, he was a uh, major uh, Bewitch, Bewitch was like the I Dream a Genie. One of them ripped off the other one. Bewitch, she was a witch, and I Dream oh, a Genie, right. she was a genie. Samantha from Bewitched. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is just going all off the rails. Yeah, go on. Uh, I'm sorry, but no. Well, let's talk more about King Corbin. His stock's on the rise. Ugh. Yeah, I Dream of Genie talk is probably going to pop a bigger rating for us. Yes. Um. So, oh, here we go. Survivor Series qualifying match. Uh, Natalia versus Ruby Riot versus Zelina Vega. I like Ruby Riot's new look. I think, uh, yes, it helps. Yeah, she looks fresh. Um, I think with Zelina, I feel bad. Zelina, I thought, didn't come across particularly strong in this match. I liked, um, I mean, Natalia is always good, but I like that Ruby got the win here. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it's a start of something for her. Maybe I just. They they rely too much on the fact that Zelina Vega could get her heat back immediately on the microphone the following week if she loses. I just I like her a lot. I, I don't know why they don't take it a little bit more seriously as a wrestler though. Yeah, I don't know. She's talented, dude. They've got an embarrassment of riches with the women on Raw and SmackDown, and they're barely using them uh, to the fullest potential which is weird because um they're stacked no, no offense to baron corbin i i, could, I agree I could, go ahead you know yeah i could get, go a get week him off get him off yeah put one of them girls in there yeah. instead a girl's angle in there instead i'm even gonna say rollins and murphy i know they're new to smackdown like i could, I could skip a week you know yeah seth it, seth's got it, other it, stuff he can do because think about it, if you did have another time, if you did have more time for another girl's angle, you could be building Selena Vega, just for example. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? I don't know. No, it's, uh, and isn't Bianca Belair on SmackDown now? <coughs> like, she should be on every episode. Yeah, she should be on every episode. Every single one. Yeah, she should. Um, Big E was backstage playing a game of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> That'll get him over. Uh, Street Profits came up. Uh, we're talking with him. This was this was okay. I mean, trying to get some insight on the new day, but they were all getting along. I mean, uh, this this was fine. It know? was. I didn't. You know what I don't like about it though. Well, it's not Biggie in like a serious, credible angle, um, giving him the rub, right? Yes. Yeah, it's it's like they're biding their time, just saying like we're gonna do something with Biggie. Hey, everybody, it's Biggie. Like, he's playing Trivial Pursuit. We don't need him to be QT McGee anymore. Like, he is a fucking badass. 
He's a legitimate badass, and I wish they would treat him that way. I'm not saying he's got to be stoic and non-charismatic. I'm not saying that. But, like, we've seen super entertaining Big E for years. All right? It worked. So we know he can do that. He has that gear, entertainment-wise, okay? I want to see him rip people's heads off and bleep down their neck. That's what I want to see. Uh, Tina Miller saying, take Corbin off for a while, replace uh, them with the girl angle, bring Thank them back you. after a few, something other than the king crap. He needs, and that's the thing, the constable king thing crap. will work. <laughs> king crap. King crap. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, the constable thing worked. He's gotten multiple things over. I just think yeah. um got to keep fans. it fresh. And he needs fans in an arena desperately for his character because he's such a great heat seeker. He is. You got to give him credit on that. He's a good heel. I just am not entertained. If, the, if I don't see the fans in the arena like throwing crap at him, right, then I don't care about him. Yeah. Well, uh, Matt, if uh, you're not excited by Baron Corbin, what about Otis tonight in the Survivor Series qualifying match against Seth Rollins? I saw that in the lower third of the screen, and I'm like, this dude's on a lower third of my screen right now. What <laughs> the hell? I don't – this is such an obvious win, right? Did anybody really think Otis uh, was going to beat him? Well, because, I mean, Murphy was down at the ring. The Mysterio family was watching. I thought maybe – Chaos and disarray. Um, Slip on a banana peel. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, because okay, because it's like, well, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Like Otis is gonna, I don't know what they're gonna do with Otis. Oh man, can you imagine if like Otis and Corbin getting a feud together? I could see that happening next. Um, yes. But yeah, Seth won this match. He looked at oh. Murphy. Murphy ran back up the ramp. Ray and Dominic were reacting. I mean, huh. very important <sighs> to get that in there. Because this is this is what happened. Okay, this is, here's here's my entire beef with this. This mm-hmm. was not about the wrestling match. In fact, most no. of this show was not about wrestling tonight. You want to talk about how our podcast is often not about wrestling? Most of SmackDown was not about wrestling. Instead, it was about this weird drama between it, Seth with Murphy, between yes. Murphy and Aaliyah, Mysterios. the Mysterios. Like, I mean, the Ray and or the the Roman and Jay stuff. Like, that's Roman. at least a little kind of fresh and different, but. I like the the Mysterio family. Like, I want a a mutual restraining order. Does that exist? I want a restraining order that says Seth Rollins and the Mysterio family cannot appear with within five hundred feet or within five minutes of each other on TV. Keep them apart from one another. Yep, I agree. Isn't that like the exact same footing that? Never mind. I was gonna make another. (laughs) I was gonna make another election day joke, but I'm not gonna. So, instead, Matt, let's talk about the important things. Forget the election. Forget <laughs> Trump. Forget Biden. What people really want to know is what's going on with Murphy and Aaliyah. What's happening there? <laughs> All the conflict. Does Murphy's Murphy still with siding with Rollins? Aaliyah's mad about it. Aaliyah's like, you know, how could she trust him? She's turning her back on her family and making things strange yeah. there. And yeah. oh my God, but but Matt, here's what the people really care about. The number one thing, uh, you know, the the hottest uh, face uh, in sports entertainment, nay, the world, and that is the freak Lars Sullivan doing a sit-down interview shirtless, um, (laughs) talking about his childhood. Did you see last week his sit-down interview? No. Where he alluded to murdering his classmates, (laughs) like, in grade school? Wait, no. Okay, Matt, this is from the same creative minds that brought you stuttering Matt Morgan. 
Uh, they suggested Lars tell this story about how he was bullied as a child and the, the other kids laughed at him and the teachers laughed at him. But then after a few minutes, they stopped laughing because they were screaming. And then he was never allowed to come back to school again. So they like left it vague what he did, but they made it sound nefarious. Tonight, though, he talked about how he went from being bullied to becoming a bully. And again, I'll say this. People overcome adversity. People go through a lot of things. Uh, when we talk, Matt, about the horrible stuttering character you had, we're by no means disparaging people uh, no. with a stutter. We're disparaging the idea that Vince thinks, I know what's a good idea to humanize right. this uh, genetic monster. Let's give him a fatal flaw that will make him more yep. interesting and perhaps sympathetic and understandable to the audience. But the audience can tell, Matt, you're... You can act. We've seen it. You fooled us all into thinking you watched season one of The Mandalorian. So clearly, you've got <laughs> skills. But, you know, you didn't, you didn't get method. You weren't Daniel Day-Lewis thinking, I'm going to talk with the stutter <laughs> for six weeks to really get into character. Okay. I sadly did. Oh. Not for six weeks. Like, one week, I swear to God, I would restaurant my wife. I would do it during ordering food. I'm embarrassed now even admitting this. But I really did because I really wanted this to work. You're committed um, to the craft. Yeah, but Daniel Day Lewis is hilarious. That was very funny. Um, yes. Yeah, but no, you're 100 percent right. And here's the other part of it, though. I, I had an aunt that stuttered, and okay. I didn't know how because SmackDown was taped. To call her and say, "Aunt Kath, good news. I'm coming back to SmackDown. I'm excited, but I want to prepare you. These idiots are making me have a speech impediment." In which she's like, "What do you mean?" So I go, "That I'm going to stutter." And she said, you're not making fun of it, though, right? I'm like, no, I'm not making fun of it, but they, this is what they got for me, you know? And it, it fucks with my head. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't, yeah. Kath, but it's an opportunity. I feel bad that I'm doing that. I hope you don't think I'm mocking you. And she's like, no, no, my God. I'm so proud of you, man. No, you'll make it. You know, she wasn't right. I didn't make it work. But well, And commentary didn't help. I mean, uh, if I seem to recall, what was it, Taz, like, treating yeah. you like you were a porky pig out there. Like, yep. they didn't treat it like, oh, look at what this guy's been through. Um, I mean, yes. they made it something of ridicule and laughter, uh, which is unfortunate. But with Lars, they're treating it seriously. And I think that, um, I don't know, it's also a little weird given some of his controversies. He's I mean, a heel, though. Why are we feeling sympathy for a heel? Well, that as well. I feel sympathy for a heel. And then he's doing that yelling at the end. Like, I mean, and what was with the breathing? Like, the heavy breathing tonight, the way he was delivering and talking through the entire promo. This was really freaking weird. It was very weird. It's not, no offense to him, it ain't working for me. But doesn't this remind you, though, of, of the stutter gimmick? Like, this is like, it, I think it, it's brilliant. It reminds me of, it, it, well, <laughs> I think what they're trying to do is tap into a lot of the stuff the guy's been through in his life. I, and on, if I'm being, if I'm guessing, if I'm betting. And the problem is, you guys, you booked him as a heel, a monster yeah. heel. You don't want sympathy on him. We don't want to hear that he was bullied and this is how he overcome it. Well, no, no, you don't understand, Matt. He didn't do what you did when you got bullied and you beat up bullies for other kids that were getting bullied. No, no, we're not telling that story. We're saying that he became a bully. Yeah, it also kind of steps on their, like if this was a Be A Star promo and it, it was Lars. It, it uh, cancels each other out, don't you see? It cancels yeah, no, each, I understand. It, the, the, each other out. So therefore, don't do, don't tell either part of the story. Well, we were joking about this last week, uh, saying that like I don't need to know the the tragic backstory of every character. That's it's a villain. We were saying, you know, uh, you know, a Pinhead in Hellraiser was a child of divorce, and that was very hard on him, and that's why he, uh, you know, went to hell. And then, uh, no, he wasn't Matt. But my point is, oh. saying it's that, it's that, it's it's that silly. It's like we don't have to make 
every yeah. villain sympathetic. No. Like you can just be a villain. Big, you can just be fatal, bad. Fatal flaw in Freddy Krueger, by the way. Fatal flaw when they started telling the story of Freddy and how he grew up. Oh yeah, we well, yeah. and they've done it multiple times. You know what the best version of yeah. the Freddy origin was? Uh, mm. If you got the original novelization of Nightmares One, Two, and Three, it had like just a dark, messed up Freddy origin where it was like, yeah, this is dark and twisted, and but it wasn't like what they did in Freddy's Dead. It wasn't like what they tried to do in the reboot. Like it was just like this dude is just like the guy had like a gnarly upbringing of being like psychotic. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes things should just be dark for dark sake. Um, but with this, and that's the thing, it's not to disparage anyone that's actually been through this stuff, but I don't think this is going to get Lars over no, in the way no. they think it's going to get him over. No, of course it won't. This was a huge miss for me. So far, his return has been a huge miss for me. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, you know, to your point, Matt, if you want someone to feel sympathy, don't then turn into, I was bullied, but no. then I started bullying kids and made them eat dirt, glass, and bugs. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Well, don't you get it? You're going to hate him for that because he didn't do what most people that get bullies do, that gets bullied do. And they turn the cheek and they become better somehow and they protect others and they defend right from wrong. Yeah. No, 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 no. This guy's being a dick when others are being dicks to him. Like their whole goal with that is to make us hate him because he didn't do the right thing for me and bully. No, that's way too much thinking. I don't want to think like that when I watch wrestling. I want to have fun. I want to know who you are right away when I see your appearance. And that's it. And I want to watch you wrestle. And he's been a huge miss for me. Sorry. And I like all big guys. And I think if we've learned, if you are bullied, the one uh, or perhaps the best thing you can do is learn karate from your maintenance man and enter the All-Valley Tournament and beat up your bully in that tournament. There you go. Not the only thing you could do, but probably the best. Uh, DNA of TNA Morgan fan, $6 Super Chat update from my Matt. My Matt. You belong to him now. Vince gave up on pushing. Peyton wants to make Lana a huge babyface push now that he feels fans will give sympathy to Lana. I doubt that for some reason. I don't buy it. I think he's still going to continue punishing her. Uh, Disco Scotty, $5, saying we look like we're in an awkward date together in Matt's truck. Matt, you stay over on your side of the truck. Married man. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, oh, your favorite words. Uh, Tina Miller saying, Glenn and Matt are my favorites. Y'all are so adorable. <laughs> Were you one of that way as a kid? Like your mom or like your grandparents would be like, oh, you're so adorable. So you're like, mom, I'm not adorable. No. Stop calling me that. Never? You never no. got adorable as a kid? No, I was very tall and goofy looking. No. <laughs> For me, it was the cheeks. These cheeks are like catnip to older Jewish women. Like, it was just constant. Campbell soup. constant. You do have Campbell soup, Campbell uh, soup kids, pinchy cheeks. Yes, you do. Uh, okay. Uh, Party Up Gaming, $5. Your thoughts on Jim Cornette saying that Rhea Ripley and Austin Theory are the people he sees headlining May- uh, Mania. Also, did I buy the Cobra what? Kai game? Time out. What? <laughs> he put Austin Theory as somebody he sees at WrestleMania headliner? Rhea Ripley yeah. will know shit, Jimmy. I, I've been, been saying that for years. Well, yeah. Two years, right? Um, but Rhea, but, but uh, not Austin Theory, no. None against the guy. Yeah, I don't see it. Uh, but Rhea, and Rhea looks great. Uh, when I watched Halloween Havoc, I thought she came across very well in there. She never, never doesn't come across as a well, huge... 
Dud the babyface promo for WrestleMania last year. I still it didn't matter to me. I don't know why, because in my head, I'm like, she's still six feet tall, jacked, and will f somebody up. I, I'm okay with that. Uh, and I've not bought the Cobra Kai game, but I will say the Cobra Kai game actually looks way better than I thought it would. It looks kind of like Double Dragon, uh, kind of like an old school arcade side scrolling beat 'em up. It looks promising. Um, let's talk about something real, though. Terry Allen Jr., $2. I want to know, Matt, uh, is your son's speaking skills? How are they uh, developing? How's, uh, how's your son doing? Is your son's speaking skills developing nicely? Thanks, Terry. Good question. Um, he's back to school. He goes to an autistic school, so he is now improving again. He took a huge hit in COVID hit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't do online learning. He can't do that. He has to watch people's mouths move when he tries to decipher what you're saying to him. And he still doesn't understand, I would argue, 90% of the words most of us use in front of him. Um, so, I mean, he's getting there, though. He, he does show a little improvement uh, as we as he's more and more back to school and me working with him here at the house, obviously, after school. But it's a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work, and he will talk. I have no question in my head. No, it's great. And I know it's, I mean, you've had a lot of breakthroughs that you've posted on your social media. And I think, uh, oh, yeah. development, I mean, just, you know, we're all, uh, I mean, and your joy just comes through by the way in that that's where it's just forget heel Morgan. You're the biggest uh, baby face ever. Your reactions in those videos and no well jo- deserved. Yeah. Thank you. No joke. Something he'll do each day. I just get, bring my, try to get my wife, my mom, somebody to come watch it. Cause I feel like nobody's going to like witness, believe what I just heard him say or do. His feats of strength are freaking crazy, though. Like, hmm. yeah, something new each day. It feels like I'm dead serious. It never gets old. It feels like it's like you won the lottery. It really is. It's awesome, man. Um, so let's talk about this main event so we can take this home here, which was Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. Now, these are both people that are Partners. on the Survivor Series team together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Heyman what, what- and... Which I don't buy, by the way. Remember when, like, they were doing that promo backstage at the beginning of the show with Uso and Kevin, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm checking up on you because I'm your partner." Survivor Series. No, you wouldn't. I didn't <laughs> give a crap who was on my part, my uh, team Lesnar Survivor Series team. I went weightlifting that day by myself. I went tanning by myself. I ate by myself. Um, try to stay away from everybody all day. Listen to my music in the corner of the arena by myself. But you're a lone um, wolf, Matt. I don't care about my damn teammates. <laughs> it's a work i don't know well some of us have worked jobs before where we you know take pride in the camaraderie we have with our co-workers yeah i am but i mean in the wrestling sense like hey we're partners yeah. one night I, yeah yeah you're not gonna go talk to the guy more than you normally would no i understand um so this match I mean, I thought this was pretty good. There was a lot of back and forth. We got a lot here. And the idea was that every time Owens looked like he was coming up ahead, mm-hmm. like Jay would, uh, you know, we'd see Roman watching in the back. We saw Roman come out to the ring. His music caused a distraction. <laughs> um, so Uso hit the low blow headbutt on Owens, mm-hmm. uh, then hit him, super kicked him in the face, got the frog splash for the pin and the win. Um, I mean, it's weird to see Jay as such a heel now. All right. But more importantly, let me ask you a quick question. A year ago, would you ever predict you would have seen Jay Uso in the main event of SmackDown or any WWE programming in a singles match beating Kevin Owens? Um, no, no. It's an attack team. Him. Yeah. Yeah, but, 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 but. Why him um, and his brother? Yeah, I just don't like that they're having him subservient to Roman. I thought Jay 
was holding his own with Roman as a babyface. And like, if I were them, I would have called an audible and, and ran with that. But I understand that Roman is their bigger yeah. investment. Roman's mm-hmm. the bigger star. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for Jay. But uh, yeah, I mean, this was a good match. You know, kind of bad for Kevin Owens. Um, is Alonzo Smith saying he wants to see Kevin Owens feud with Sami Zayn over the IC title, especially okay. since they have such a long history. Okay, I dig you, that. You can always go back to KO and Sami. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, and a lot of people are talking about this brand versus brand thing. Bernie DC saying the brand versus brand thing not appealing in the least. No, uh, no. Alonzo not- saying I hope they don't have to wear those stupid red and blue shirts at Survivor Series. Uh, so when they hear Captain Ove over here, like when we invaded the ECW arena during the first one night stand, I was so pissed that like we had to wear the stupid uh, SmackDown collared shirts. It's like. Me and Edge, Edge was on Raw at the time. We went to Vince's office. Like, will these cut the sleeves off? Like, we all look like we just came from a country club. This is so corny. Like, we would not wear these shirts. Yeah. They're on Raw. We're on SmackDown. We're sitting together up in the mezzanine. Like, it shows uh, unity. I'm like, no, it doesn't. We're on SmackDown. They're on Raw. That's not unity. That's why they're wearing red. We're wearing blue. If we all wear the same shirt, then I could see that. And I'm like, I don't bust my ass in the gym to be have it covered up with a shirt. Well, they just take it off as soon as you come walking down the stairs. Stone Cold will call you out, you know? Yeah. And um, but my, it's so stupid. Like, anytime they wear those things, I always have flashbacks to that. And I hate it. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's not. And Although... they, they've been on the show for like a minute. They just got drafted to these shows. Yeah. So pride. Justin Lopez, $5, saying Jay has gone over AJ, Daniel Bryan, and KO in the last Damn, month. Damn. He, wow. But you see what I'm saying? Like, but I, that's why I don't like, I feel like they're, they're murphying him by putting what? him with, because he's Roman's, like, manservant. Okay, like, but that's going to go somewhere, obviously. Yeah, I, mean, I know. He, he's not going to be beating Roman, but who, who knows? I don't know. Wait, don't you, don't you think they'll have, like, a Samoan dynasty, like, kind of group? Or no? I don't know. I mean... As long as Roman is holding that main title, the Usos could be tag champs, but that yeah, doesn't really work. But but that doesn't really benefit Jay. I don't know. If Jay had, like, the IC title... Jay, Jay's not getting anything out of this, brother. He's not the star of this angle. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like designed to, to make Roman look like a I know. jerk. I get that. I understand it. Can't but I like Jay. Aside, aside from his haircut. Aside from Jay's haircut... Love Euro. That's what it is. Euro haircut. That's a Euro trash haircut. Is it? I thought, doesn't the comedian like Theo Vaughn have that haircut? I know I've seen it on uh, somewhere else before. Um, Don't know who that is. He's a comedian. He does a podcast. Well, I heard that part. Yes. Do you, do you follow the stand-up comedy? Or, or, or whatever it is. No, I guess comedy I, is I podcast now. Comedy's all I podcast do. now. Yep. No, I don't. Really? I uh, got really into John Mulaney like 10 years ago. I think he's very funny. Um, I like uh, Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon is uh, crazy, but very funny. Um, You would like him. He's kind of like a little libertarian, but also like he was a Bernie supporter, but he was just on Rogan with Alex Jones. It's like Tim Dillon, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Tim Tim Dillon. Matt, you would dig his shit. Like, and he's he's funny. I mean, but he trashes everyone, and I don't agree with everything he says. But three he's people, three people that came into the bar, you never expect to be together. Yeah. Jeez. 
No, no, I uh, I like his stuff a lot. Um, I don't know. There's some guy Andrew Schultz is doing good work, but it's weird that it's all podcasts now. Remember when kids? Remember back when kids that were stand up specials? Be like, oh, George Carlin has a new HBO oh, yeah. special on HBO. Yes. Yeah, and everyone would be talking about that at school on Monday. No, I would watch Seinfeld. I watch uh, Hart, Kevin Hart. Um, I watch those. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. three dollars saying the PS Five reviews are out. Did you both saw? I did not saw. Um, no. I did. Uh, I was aware it was out. Matt, I bought an Oculus Quest Two that showed up here last week. Have you checked out the virtual reality and the new stuff? No, man. I am so behind the times on games, man. I'm a year behind, dude. VR. Remember what? Like in the '90s, there was like VR is going to be the next big thing, and they had like mm-hmm. those clunky headsets, and the yeah. graphics looked like you know, like a Game Gear strapped to your head, like it was terrible. Yep. Um. This Oculus Quest 2 is finally the promise of real VR. Like, it tracks your head, it tracks your movements. Uh, So when you step closer to something, it gets bigger. Uh, But crystal clear display. I've been playing this game Beat Saber in it that's kind of like Rock Band. But you hit, you hold these two, uh, your controllers, and you hit, like, these red and blue blocks in time with the music. It's a hell of a workout. They also have a Star Wars game with Darth Vader, so you're getting to swing a lightsaber around. Is this a headset you're wearing? Yeah, it's a headset. So. And you can even draw your boundary in your space. So it'll tell you when you're moving beyond your boundary. So I draw like a a 10 foot boundary in my living room. And as long as I stay within that, I'm not bumping into anything. I really dig it. So I'm not getting the PS5, but I'm digging the hell out of my Oculus Quest. And it wasn't that expensive. It was like $300. 300 I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Oculus, I'll send you a link. Oculus Quest 2 is the new one. Uh, but it's very, do, very. Do pleasant. they have other games for it? Yeah, there's a lot of games for it. I mean, you want to play tennis or, uh, you know, like batting cages or bowling, or um, they've got a game like Fortnite called Population One, where you're like flying and running around and climbing walls and stuff. Uh, cool. When we move, when we move to a new house, now I'm thinking like I want to get just some space, even if it's a garage or a shed where I can just have a big open space to like right. run around in, um, you know, and do more movements and stuff. But uh, it's cool, man. I'm digging. Watching I'll send you a link to it watching if i was your wife i would gimmick it so you like run into the walls and stuff screws up your perimeter oh she says i look absolutely ridiculous dancing around playing beat saber to like uh bts songs and like panic at the disco uh i figured out how to hack beat saber i got the mod so now i can load up my own music on it that's what's made it best of course i put wrestling themes on there so i'm like smashing blocks to like the sasha banks theme and like uh, cool. you can't see me yeah it's it's fun uh but no, i'll send you a link to it it's uh i'm very impressed and here's the other thing just to just to go on this they have this app called wander and it's an app not a game but wander takes google street view data so and it's, it's a cheap app i think it's a couple bucks but let's say you want to like put in your childhood house and you're in your headset and when you go there it's like you're standing because it's using google street view you can go anywhere in the world and see like a view, like you're standing right there in front of it. So I've been looking at all the places I lived, looking at the Cheers bar, the Brady Bunch house, like uh, places uh, overseas. That sounds so dope, actually. Yeah, it's really good. It's really send good. me that. Send me that, too, yeah. please. Yeah, no, I absolutely will, dude. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been, and I hated VR for a long time, but this is finally the good stuff. Uh, Jackson, 499, wants to know, where's Jimmy been in the last few weeks? Not trying to stop Jay, et cetera, but does he fit in the future in your predictions? Is Jimmy fully cleared to wrestle right now? I am sure he's not, because if he was, they'd be splicing him in this a lot yeah. more, I think. Because, again, Jay is not – no offense to the guy. He's not the end-all, be-all uh, getting over at the end of the story. He's not beating Roman Reigns. It's not happening. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so like, I don't get why the wins over AJ and Daniel Bryan, those are great victories for him. But he, no offense to him, he's not going to be a main event singles act once this has ran its course. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's, well, and that's why it's puzzling to me because, okay, so Matt, to your point, like, if this is all about Roman, in my mind, Roman is a heel, was over as yeah. a heel instantly. All you had to say is Roman Reigns is now a heel and he's got Paul Heyman there as his flavor flave, his hype man. Um, Roman was <coughs> over instantly one of the most popular things in WWE. Put him in a few with Jay and you're kind of like, huh, it's kind of weird that for his first yes. big feud, it's against Jay Uso. That's why I was hoping that he would just maul him. They get the line that they need to get in for Roman's future matches with other top talents. If this guy will do this to his own blood, what's he going to do to the rest of this roster? Yes. He did say that. It did end the show that way. That's how it should have ended. Then next for Roman Reigns. Yeah, but they built Jay up so much now. That's where I'm telling you, like, this yeah. is actually nuts. Yeah. Like, Murphy didn't get this build to be the number oh, two no. to Seth Rollins. No, because, no. And Seth Rollins is not on Roman's level here either. Yeah, well, and Murphy certainly isn't on Jay's level. I think Jay is so over. The Usos have been so over. I don't know. It's sure. just, it's, it's, it's key curious to me where they're going with this ultimately but i'm i'm intrigued but look man compared to raw this past week um and by the way matt you mentioned a shit show of a podcast monday night uh did raj do his donald trump impression for you on wednesday the people's favorite raj's trump impression you'll have to hear it monday it's terrible um yet it (laughs) makes me laugh because somehow it gets worse every time he does it um but monday's podcast (laughs) was a train wreck uh uh here on the show and tonight just flew by so I guess that's the best we can hope for. I'm taking it. Raj had some drinks in him. He did, we all had some drinks Monday night. I think I was drinking vodka cranberry. And Raj uh, is very easy to gas up to do impersonations if he's got some drinks in him. Which is weird because Justin is a gifted impressionist. He Justin's is. surprisingly good. He is. Raj, not so much. No. Uh, but no. anyhow, speaking of which, we'll be back here Monday night with Raj Geary. I will be back here tomorrow night. Oh, that's uh, right. You're doing the full gear. Yes, I am. AEW. Nice. Raj asked me if I want to do it, but I'm like, I, I haven't been watching. I don't want to pay for a pay-per-view and then have to come on here and talk about it. It's just it's too much. Fair. I'm looking forward uh, to it, though, honestly. I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view. No, I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, okay, so tomorrow night. Yeah. Matt Morgan, Raj Geary, maybe Justin Labar. Oh, yes, Tammy's pointing out Raj also took off his shirt Monday night on the podcast. Really? <laughs> it was, was kind of nuts. Chat room, what'd you think? Go, give me your answers. He's got a very hairy chest. Don't um, I want their answers. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's my impression all the time where it's like, dude. Oh. Yeah. Why, why is he not using the Manscaped? Well, he, I think he did a while ago. He needs to do it again. You know, it's like uh, we should make him so. Maybe if he doesn't watch this show, don't tell him, folks, what we're saying here. Um, we need to start gassing him up. Like the new thing is to start like carving shit into your like chest hair. What? <laughs> like, like, like leave a line right down the middle. Anyhow, on that note, <clears throat> he's at BP Matt Morgan. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Have a good night. Do you think he asks Mrs. Raj to shave his back? Probably.